from the time I've been injured, the thing that, like the physical stuff, that's really the easy part. I got injured in college, you know, a lot. and through That's really the easy stuff. Going to physical therapy, doing the banded stuff, and doing whatever you're supposed to, that's easy stuff. What I think is interesting, especially most of us are older now, we've got families and we've got full-time jobs and everything else. The mental side is mm. the mental side of injury. When, when we're starting to talk about that, I think it's important for people to understand how much your mind plays into everything. You know, your, the, the thoughts that go through your head really create your world. You know, so whether you think something is good or something is bad, it's going to create a view, right? A worldview. It's going to create thought patterns in your head. They're going to basically tell you a story that you're going to believe because it's coming from your mind. Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie, we're back. Back. Once again. It's been too long. It has been. We need to do this every day. I know. We probably should. Not even record it. Just do it ourselves, right? <laughs> We'd be up here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, and nothing would get done around the house. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So today, let's talk. Um, I want to talk about a good, uh, about a pretty interesting subject for the uh, for for the gym. It's actually brought to the attention by one of the members, Joe Schaefer, who I don't know if you know this or not, but you know. The odds are that he and his partner are going to win the, the in-house competition. I know. I, I, I was thinking the exact same thing whenever I knew we were going to talk about the email he sent. I was like, yep. that's Chris's partner. Hopefully the injury talk <laughs> won't like jinx you guys into. <laughs> no, no injuries. No, no, no injuries. We'll uh, knock on wood on that. Um, but yes, I will say real quick, in-house competition this Saturday. So come check us out. Watch the event. CrossFit Brenham is going to bring some teams. We'll have think we got 20 something teams signed up so it'll be a good time are they releasing workouts today on today Wednesday? at noon awesome. uh, by the time you get this podcast the workout will already be out but we'll have one one workout at noon today another workout thursday at noon and then the third workout friday at noon so you'll know all the workouts by friday afternoon okay awesome awesome that'll be good that'll be good so i'm looking forward looking forward to competing in that those are always a good time um all right so today in, in fact i think it's something for, for people who are listening out there, if you have subjects that you want to, that you want to, you know, just kind of us to pick apart and kind of give us our opinions on, feel free to email me or Charlie or anybody or get posted on the website because or you can post it on Trent's posts and say, yes. Hey, this is for Chris and Charlie. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Pancake <laughs> Thursday, you know, whatever. Um, but we actually do serious topics unlike the uh, pancake Thursday. But so. yes, email me or let us know next time you see us at the gym and say, hey, we want to hear about this and we, we would love to talk about it. So, All right. So today we're going to talk about injury. I yeah. think it's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good topic. Um, I think um, there, there are a lot of different things we can talk about with injury. And, and I, think, I think to start off, let, let's, let's separate, again, like we normally do, let's separate uh, – Injury from kind of the competition side of it, you know, which as we've talked about before is a different, that's kind of a different animal. We're talking about general physical preparedness. And so really to, to start off, let, let's, I think, I think the best thing is to let's start off with pre- prevention of injury and then maybe go into once we are injured or if we do get injured, what are some things we want to do? So, so what are just some general prevention tech techniques, tips that you have as a coach for doing this for so long? Absolutely. I think first, if you feel something, Stop. Like if, if there's one piece of advice I can give somebody who is working out and this could be with a personal trainer, 
or even in a CrossFit gym, or maybe you're doing your own thing. But the second you feel something, that's your body telling you you've done something that needs attention and to stop doing it. Mm -hmm. The worst thing you can do is keep going. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, so let's just use an example. It's uh, Diane, 21-15-9, deadlift handstand push-ups. You're on your 15th handstand push-up, and your shoulder screams at you, literally, as you come down. So you walk over to the bar, you start deadlifting, and you feel it a little bit. Obviously, the shoulder, if it's a shoulder issue, you're not going to feel it as much on the deadlift, but you kick back up for the, for the first rep of the nine on the last set, and it's screaming, stop, be done. You're already, even if you're about to PR your Diane, it doesn't matter. No workout, no rep, nothing is worth getting hurt. Another illustration would be in a lift, right? So we're doing, let's make it easy, five by five back squat. Mm-hmm. You're on your third set, and all of a sudden, you feel something in your back, lower back on the left side. Maybe you leaned in a certain direction, and we can't always necessarily say it's due to bad form or mm-hmm. it's due. I've had times I've done front squat and just something happened. I can't explain it. I've been as cautious as I know to be with moderate weight, but as soon as you feel it, stop. So that's probably the best, what I would say is the best advice for somebody who feels anything. Okay. Um, what, what about in, in terms of more on the, I guess that's more of a, like an indicator, you know, that something's going wrong, but what, what 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 would you say to folks who before they even get there how to get not, ahead of it not not or yeah not even to get that pain like what yeah. what are some things you can do either on your own or through the classes that we talk about on your own maybe like mobility or diet or some of those things okay. that you can absolutely you so, talk about through that so what i would say is a couple things so don't use heavier weight than you should mm-hmm. so in order to in order to not hurt yourself you know let's take the diane example if you have no business deadlifting 225 pounds or for the ladies 155 pounds for 45 reps, if your max is guys 265 or 250 and your ladies, your max is 170 or 160, you shouldn't be doing RX, right? So that, that could apply to anything. Kettlebell mm-hmm. swings, um, that could apply to even something like Murph, where it's just body weight, but just excessive volume. So mm-hmm. think about a workout, you know, take your coach's advice and or ask your coach and don't do too much weight. Another thing is, you know, I'm gonna, let yeah. me add on to that. One, one story that kind of come to mind when you talk about that is also if there's a particular movement that just bugs a body part every single time you do it and I'll, I'll use my wife as an example my wife every time for whatever reason whenever she does snatch it jacks her shoulder up and she's out of commission for a, a week or two or maybe sometimes longer right and so finally we've had the wherewithal her and i've talked about it before like she doesn't, she just doesn't do snatch anymore right the great thing about crossfit is that is that it is immensely scalable so what does she do whenever there's a snatch she'll just do clean and jerk or jerk you know um or just cleans or whatever and so i think that's important if, for, for the listeners out there if there's one thing you look at like, oh man my i'm gonna be out of commission for five you know five weeks or you know four or five days after this because this movement always bothers my talk to a coach and tell them that 
and we will come up with an appropriate scale. Absolutely, man. Changing, <clears throat> I think changing the workout to accommodate whatever it is that you need is key. That's why we're here, right? Mm -hmm. So the workout of the day is on the board, but if you're having any pain with any of the movements and you need to modify the movement, that's exactly what the coaches are doing in class is helping you. They want to cater the workout for you. Um, another thing that I think is proper warm up. And so the coaches are leading you through a specific warm up to prepare your body for whatever movement you're about to do. Do the warm up the way the coach is asking you to. You know, missing the warm up, you know, if you're 10 minutes late to class, is just putting you in a position to possibly get hurt. Um, kind of lollygagging through the warm up, not going through deep stretches or, you know, not moving properly in the warm up. Let's just say like banded good mornings and not truly doing them the way they're supposed to be done or um, whatever exercises, warm ups they're having you do, doing those. The way the coach wants you to is going to help prevent you from getting injured as well. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, and you, you touched on it, I think what a lot of people probably don't realize is every coach, they look at the workout, that warm-up, I mean, it's not like we just kind of throw this stuff together and like, oh, let's just do this today. I mean, we, we strategically pick things in the warm-up that get you warmed up for whatever we're getting ready to do. So I agree, it's exactly. um, 100, 100, definitely 100% um, should be doing that. So. Um, so <clears throat> kind of a follow on is we, we talked about, all right, some preventative stuff, talked about what to do, like in the middle of a workout, what do we do after? Like, what are some of the things like, okay, this just happened, bang, my shoulder, I'm done. You know, yeah. um, what are some of the things post-workout when you get home and the week's coming what are some of the things you recommend yeah so okay so let's assess whatever just happened let's say you did something really bad and you were wise and you stopped okay mm -hmm. that was good well now let's i think you know if you've never had an injury before i guarantee you one of the coaches or somebody at the gym kind of knows a little bit more about it same way that you would probably you know we have i got we got three doctors or off the top of my head some that work work out up here and so mm -hmm. sometimes We'll text them, you know, if we see something with our kids. Hey, do you, what does this look like? Or, you know, if we see a rash or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, hey, temperature. We're getting professional advice, mm -hmm. right? But we're not acting on it yet. So we're just, and a lot of the times I'm getting like three opinions just so mm -hmm. I can help figure out what it is that I think is the issue. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you're at the gym and something happens or after you leave the gym, you need to start getting some opinions. Now there's you know, coaches, um, we've got Ben and Suzette mm -hmm. who have alpha sports, you know, um, I also refer a lot of people and ask Troy Barnes over mm -hmm. at Arosti. Um, so maybe, you know, a physical therapist. So that's kind of the next, you know, taking some, some advice and, and assessing how serious this is. If it's just nagging you. And I think there's a difference, right? There's a difference between something, Hey, something bothers me and it goes away and the next day you're okay. But if this thing lingers on, you know, we had somebody that works out up here that's, you know, kind of had a, a back issue since 18.4. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to them the other day and I kind of getting more information and I had no idea that she was still hurt after that long ago. So we started talking and I actually called the doctor she had seen, got a little bit more information. 
he kind of gave me a little bit more insight into what she has going on. And I was able to help her and tell her, look, these are some of the things that you probably need to make sure you're not doing. These are some of the things that you can do. What I'm really happy about this particular person is that they're continuing to come to the gym mm-hmm. and modify around the injury. That's probably the next thing that I would say is don't stop coming. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you continue to come. We can do, I mean, Alicia's foot is broken. Mm-hmm. She's basically not able to go out for runs. She's just, you know, can't do that right now. And she's just getting on the assault bike. She's using the skier. She can't do double unders. But there's still workouts that she can do. And for her, as a mother of three young children, as a wife, as someone who, you know, wants to become a better version of herself, she knows how important working out is. And the worst thing you can do is not exercise. And this right now is probably the fastest road to recovery because if you stop coming to the gym, it's probably worse for you than if you keep coming to the gym. Yep. And you just got to be smart and work around it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. CrossFit is infinitely scalable, and and the quicker you can get into the gym after an injury like that, I think the better off you're going to be. One, one of the things that I've had a little bit of experience, and I like to talk about a little bit on your experiences, f- from the time I've been injured, the thing that, like the physical stuff, that's really the easy part. I got injured in college, you know, a lot and through accident. That's really the easy stuff. Going to physical therapy, doing the banded stuff and doing whatever you're supposed to. That's easy stuff. What I think is interesting, especially most of us are older now. We've got families and we got full-time jobs and everything else. The mental side is mm. the mental side of injury. And yeah. I think that's an important thing because if you're not ready for it, especially if you're out of commission, like in my case, I was out of commission for quite a while with, with the dislocated elbow. And and it wasn't the physical stuff. It was the mental side of not releasing those endorphins, not getting into the gym and not doing in all that stuff. Talk a little bit about that and, 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 and what, what kind of goes on with that. Yeah, so I think when, when we're starting to talk about that, I think it's important for people to understand how much your mind plays into everything. You know, you're... The, the thoughts that go through your head really create your world, mm-hmm. you know? So whether you think something is good or something is bad, it's going to create a view, right? A worldview. Mm-hmm. It's going to create thought patterns in your head. They're going to basically tell you a story that you're going to believe because it's coming from your mind. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that that is your, your thoughts and your mind are probably one of the most powerful things that influence your decision-making and your self-esteem and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so now that we've established that, now let's take it into consideration about injury. Well, you love to work out. You love to come to the gym. You love to do a workout as prescribed or, or you know, at, not even as prescribed, but just as prescribed on the board, not even mm-hmm. the weight or anything. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, if we have deadlift, push-up, run – well, now you want, want yeah, run. you just yeah. want a deadlift push-up run. You don't want to have to modify. So the key to this is, is the key to anybody who's going through anything challenging in their life is like, what story are you telling yourself? Mm-hmm. When you walk in the gym and you, know, and you see that it's got running and you can't run, are you calling yourself a loser? Are you telling yourself there's no point for you to work out? Are you, 
you know, embarrassed to ask the coach for a modification? Like, what is it, the thoughts that are entering your head? And when you, when you actually start learning how to pull yourself outside of yourself, and that's the beauty of having people in your life, because sometimes you cannot counsel yourself. Mm -hmm. You just don't know how. Whenever you get to that point of understanding like, whoa, this thought pattern is very unhealthy right now, then you can start speaking in yourself and saying, look, I'm not a loser. Look, a bike, like for me, for example, if I can't run, I am telling myself in my mind over and over and over that this workout is just as good if I bike as if I ran. Mm -hmm. I'm telling myself in my mind that, you know, in fact, rowing might even make this a better workout. I'm convincing myself that whatever modification is needing to be made, or even if it's not even going to be a better workout, that me just working out is better than me not working out. That's the story that I'm telling myself. I'm convincing myself that me, you know, adjusting, accommodating, whatever it is that I need to work around because of my injury, like when I got hurt with my back, I'll even convince myself that resting today is probably a good thing to get me back in the gym sooner. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's simply having a positive outlook on your circumstances, you know, whether that be, you know, in a unhealthy or not an unhealthy, but maybe you're in a relationship that's really hard. What is your outlook on that relationship? What maybe an injury is no different. Like what is your outlook on this injury? Are you completely beating yourself up? Telling yourself you'll you'll you're never gonna be okay, you know. Do you have hope or not? You know, basically, it's like so. It 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 goes back to what is it that you're allowing to enter your mind when it comes to this particular circumstance, um, and what is your outlook? And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, man. It it's hard. Like you have to talk to someone about it. You know, that's where the coaches are so awesome, yeah. right? We have so so many positive coaches and people who will lift you up and members too, like. Mm -hmm. When you come to the gym and you start sharing, hey, I hurt myself and this and that, and the coach is like, it's okay. We can do it because yep. you can't tell yourself that it's okay. Yep. Somebody else can. But when that person speaks into you, it's like, well, maybe they're right. Yep. <laughs> maybe this workout is just as good if I were to bike. Or yep. maybe it's a better workout if I got on the bike than if I were to get to run. Yep. You know, It's like you start truly believing because you can't necessarily do that on your own. You know, and I, you know, one of the stories that I, that I can I can relate to that because when I got injured, you know, I was thinking I was going to be out for a really long time, and you know, I walked in the gym, and this back when Michael Strait was coaching, and and I walk in, and you know, I'm thinking, well, I don't know what I'm going to do, maybe just say hi to some folks, maybe stretch, and and right on the board, there's a Chris's workout, and and he had just he programmed for me I around remember. my injury, yeah. you know, and and he did that, you know, didn't ask him to. Didn't, you know, he just did it out of the goodness of heart, of his heart. And because again, like you said, we have such positive people and such caring coaches and, and man, when he did that, man, that was, you know, that, that's a game changer because I couldn't, I wouldn't have come up with that stuff on myself. And, and I think the moral of that story is right. If, 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 if anybody listening to this position, every is in that position that I was, every single one of our, the coaches here would be honored to do that, would be honored to say, Hey. Here's some programming, you know, open gym from one to three. If you, you know, if, if, if the injury is such that really I couldn't use my arm. So really going to the, going to the class was, was, was not possible for me because it would just yeah. be so much different. And so, um, 
you know, one of our coaches would be happy to do that. Yeah, the, the, do that. just the key is don't isolate yourself, yep. right? So, you know, stopping, quitting, you know, telling yourself it's not worth it, I can't do anything. Those are the, the voices that you definitely don't want to be telling. That's the story you don't want to tell yourself. Because yep. that's the story that's going to lead you to doing nothing and probably more than anything emotionally, mentally getting depressed. Okay, so um, actually two points. One person that epitomizes the, everything we just talked about with scaling and everything else comes to mind is TJ Armstrong, right? Oh, with, absolutely. With the knee Ser- yes. and everything else. <laughs> I mean, it's been awesome to watch his wow. journey. Yeah. Creative, creativity. Now, we I don't have that much creativity, yeah. but creativity and being able to scale and coming on his own time to work out. So kudos to TJ for Absolutely. That. It's a great example. Um, so let me play devil's advocate now. Can you come back too quickly to the gym? What are your thoughts on that? Yes, and I think that's where you have to also submit to the coach, right, in their authority and in their leadership. <clears throat> I think if you're overdoing it, and, and you know, a personality probably like TJ, probably like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably like mm-hmm. me, yep. we, we know ourselves. We're probably the ones that are going to come back way sooner and faster than we can. And so that's where you just have to, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you know, you, you have a coach, meaning everybody listening from our gym has a coach because mm-hmm. every time you come to the gym, even if you're doing open gym, there's coaches here and they're in leadership positions submitting to that leadership, you know, and just saying, look, if they, if they see something that needs, you know, Hey, maybe you just, just listen, yep. you know, they'll probably point it out. If you're being a little too aggressive on your, on your comeback, if you want to call mm-hmm. it that, they will probably, Hey, you don't want to overdo it. You know, Hey, you know, and that's where you have to also be your own coach in some ways, yeah. you know, cause let's say you're power cleaning, right. And it, it was the power clean that got you. And it was, it's been six months and <clears throat> you used to power clean 225 pounds. You hadn't really done anything heavier than 185. Six months later, you feel great. And, and it's a one rep max power clean. So it's a, you're at 185. You're like, all right, I'm at 10 pounds. So you go to 185. It feels great. Mm-hmm. All right. Just know you're stepping into some dark territory yeah, yep. and be ready. Don't be scared. But you go to 205 and it feels great. Me, I might be happy with that. Yeah. I might say, you know what? I'm happy. I'm closer than I've ever been pre prior injury or during, mm-hmm. at post injury. I hit 185. Now I hit 205. 225 was maybe I'm going to call it a day. So just because you can do more doesn't mean you should mm-hmm. because you're still in that vulnerable state. Yep. So just being a little bit level-headed mm-hmm. and not trying to conquer the world in one day, mm-hmm. trying to think about maybe I need to get back to 225 over the next six months. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to hit 205 a few times before I can actually feel like 225 is okay. Yep. Yep. And I think um, one, of the, one of the things I'll add to that is if you come back too fast, and I, I, I have an example of that for myself as well. If you come back too fast, the effects of that can be very long lasting. And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. With, with, when I got injured in 2014, um, came back way too fast. I think like three or four months later, I was doing that BCS class, or not the classic, the uh, Battle of the Boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Which, way too fast. I, I really learned my lesson and, and you know would never do that again. But one of the things that I did is I was overcompensating. I injured my right arm, so I was overcompensating with my left arm. And then also, I completely changed the way I squat on my right side to put to um, 
to, to compensate for my right arm being weaker because it wasn't 100% yet. That overcomp that, that the way I change that squat, if anybody see me squat, watch my right foot. It flares way mm. out compared to my left foot. And that started when I was coming back from that injury because I came back too fast. It's four years later, Charlie, and I'm still struggling to get that foot back straight. That That is how detrimental it can be sometimes when you come back too fast. And something as small as that, but, you know, at a certain point it makes a huge difference. So taking um, Yeah, taking all these pieces of advice is huge, right? Because now you know so much more, and it comes back to you making that choice. Yep, yep. And I think – and also, too, I can't stress enough um, – to everybody listening ask the coach ask the coach be be real about your injuries they will give you they, they will give you advice and the coaches here will tell you listen you probably should just go do wrong one if they really think you know if you come in here limping and you know you, you know they see a power clean and it just it, it's a danger point it looks dangerous then then just ask the coach yeah all right i think that's good Awesome, man. Remember one thing. I've I've wanted to put this uh, at some point in the gym on the wall because I think this is a good way to end it. But your ego is not your amigo. Very good. Very good. Awesome, man. Good way to end it. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.